What's the terrible part of a sailor's life? Ask you, lad. Tis when the work stops when you're twixt wind and water. Doldrums. Doldrums. Eviler than the devil. Boredom makes men to villains, and the water goes quick, lad. Vanished. The only medicine is drink. Keeps them sailors happy, keeps them agreeable, keeps them calm, keeps them stupid. Curse <laughs> me if there ain't an old tar spirit somewhere in you, lad. What a. What made your last keeper leave? Died. Went mad, he did. Raving about sirens, merfolk, bad omens, and the like. In the end, weren't no more sense left in him than an end's tooth. He believed that there was some enchantment in the light. He notioned that St. Elmo had cast the very fire into it. Salvation, said he. Tall tales. I seen you sparring with a gull. Best leave him be. Bad luck to kill a seabird. More tall tales. Oh, well. How tall could these tales get? It's a tail race out there. It's a rat race, I tell you. It's keeping up with the rodents. We're eating each other out here in New York City. This is uh, June, July. What is it? July 29th, 2020. It's it's a day. The 29th, July. Yeah, it's Thursday. Soon, not yet. In the sewer, it's uh, it's Brooklyn, New York, though, and, I, and I'm Nick the Rat. Ah, uh, cheers. Uh, episode 241. I'm starting to get a little worried because is is there is there no luck? Is 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 luck gone? Is are we just constantly unlucky now? I don't know. But it might be aliens. I mean, uh, it, could, it could be anything at this point. It could be anything. And, and tonight we're going to discuss those any things that it might possibly be. They've been, uh, been kind of let down in the... Uh, about a lot of stuff recently, you know. And it's... It's hard times out there, and uh, yeah, where's the where the where is the where's the where the luck go? I don't know, but uh, we're gonna start the show with some music, and we're gonna get into asking these questions. It's a very loose, loose show tonight. Loose show tonight, everybody. We're just gonna talk about uh l- luck, I guess. Uh, let's listen to Diamond Days. We're lucky that we got a Diamond Days song coming right now, though. I like I like diamond diamond ace. Well
Bliss. Who you calling chicken, yo? Oh, damn. I was only recording that on one stream. Let me start recording that on, like, four other ones. Ah. Sometimes there's too many damn buttons to press. If only there was, there was one unit that could do all things. It would make stuff uh, a lot easier. <clears throat> Welcome back to Nick the Rat Radio, where we're going to be discussing luck. And if you get, if you get, a, lot of, if you get a lot of luck tonight, you might be able to call in and talk to me about what you, what you feel about... Uh, uh, luck, and possibly aliens. They're they're showing that uh, alien video again on the news, and, and then Progo was like, "Yo, man, that stuff is that stuff that's garbage. That UFO that was a it was a duck. It was a goose trying to pinch somebody, flying a Mach four. Could be. But there was a lot of good questions in the video that he was uh, uh talking about because. Who knows what it was and why did they stop recording? Were those were those uh, pilots taken in for questioning? Did their their progo run out of film? More news at twelve. Uh, but probably not tonight because I don't even think Zindu is around. But what is around is still voicemails, right? Nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three. We we got a voicemail. Uh, somebody sent that here. Ah. Hey, what's up? It's Rick from Baltimore. Yeah, you really want to know me. Anyway, a few weeks ago, a podcaster whose first name is like a lion and his last name is basically the same as a type of wine or a place where a ship goes. Uh, anyway, he says, Fauci is my god oh. when it comes to this mouth. Is Fauci your god? And do you have an altar in your house to Fauci? Do you sacrifice innocent virgin rats to the almighty Fauci? Actually, as a rat, do you even have to worry about the coronavirus? Um, and, or are you a pack rat? Do you bring little bits of shiny uh, mementos to the altar of Fauci? <laughs> All right, man. Sorry I missed your show last night. I was sound asleep. I'm trying to sleep a regular schedule, but I will catch you in the podcast. Love and light, man. Hopefully I'll be awake next week and can catch you live. Peace. I hope you and I'll do. be nice, and I'll pull the Google cord so you won't have to do that work. Uh, thank you. 
because it's a lot of work to press that extra button. That extra, I don't know when you're going to finish. And you never want to cut off a piece of art, unless it went on forever. If it was like an infinite record, uh, recording, I, I, would, uh, I would cut it off. But there was no need for me to cut it off. As, as the aliens might have told me to do, but I didn't do that. No, but I did, um, did, did, um, I have a lot of other voice recordings here. Let's, let's play this one. This one looks fun. Uh, fun. Hi, Nick. Um, my name is Jose. I just watched your podcast, your interview with John McAfee. Yeah. And I had fun with it. And since there was a little bit of talk about UFOs and such, I thought I'm going to give you a call. So I'm I'm in the business of space transportation. I have a small company, and we take stuff to the edge of space. We're called Zero to Infinity. So zero is spelled out with letters, and then the two is in the number, and then infinity is, all, again, like zero is spelled out with letters. My name is Jose Mariano Lopez Urbiales, which is kind of complicated, but Google can self-correct, and, and you'll get it right, so you can Google me up. I'm an MIT graduate, an entrepreneur, our space engineer, and I've been working on space transportation for for all my life. I uh, worked at Boeing Phantom Works, uh, worked at the European Space Agency, and now doing different stuff, taking stuff up there, and hopefully taking people very soon up there as well, so they can see with their own eyes that the Earth is round and not flat, like some people allege. So I was just wondering if this might be of interest to you, and uh, you can reach me at Jose Mariano. Oh, uh, man, I should probably uh, block this. I, I shouldn't. Don't put your uh, public information out there on the internet. I'm just gonna, I'll listen to this one later. Uh, I will hit you up. Uh, I, I wish there was a mute button that I could find. Quick. See you soon, hopefully. Bye. <clears throat> Do I get to stay in like a, a mansion with some people? Inst instead, can I think that'd be pretty cool? Like a mansion of people that are going to space. I'd rather I'd rather go to a mansion full of people that are gonna go to space, than actually go go to go to space. I think that would be that'd be a wicked party. Imagine oh this is, this might be your last day on Earth. Seriously, space mansion on on Earth. I'd go there. If uh, I'll give you a call. But we'll we'll uh, if if I'm lucky maybe I could go to space mansion with parties. I, I like that. Imagine a group of people together in a mansion, and then they're going to go to outer space. Fuck yeah, that's cool. But I'll stay here. Uh, where where did all the? Hold on one second. There's a. We're talking about luck tonight, aren't we? Why why are we talking about luck? I don't know. I, I was looking into. Echo the dolphin. And then I was like, that that's not a very lucky dolphin. Maybe he is a lucky dolphin. Because he has his own video game, but he was he was based on a an abused map mammal. Well, he was like a Imagine Jeffrey Epstein had something to do with Echo the Dolphin. Uh, was that uh, I forget the name, the, the the dolphin that John C. Lilly had a some some earth girl, some floozy earth girl. 
hanging out with that dolphin. Let's let's play another song over here. We have a whole bunch of good music tonight, at least. You know, I, I almost hit I almost hit record. All right, here we go. We got a. Where's my Where's my win amp? We have Lucky Lucy Vandolf DJ Solo getting it. Oh, man, this is the only type of music you could get on uh, Nick the Rat Radio because it all came from SoundCloud, and you could find it on SoundCloud slash Nick the Rat slash Likes. These are all supposedly CC three point by something. When I do a search using SoundCloud's engine for that, this is what comes up. So here we here we go, everybody. We'll we'll be back if if I'm lucky. Maybe we'll see. Maybe not. If you're lucky, maybe I won't be back. I don't know. Proper when I rock, I'ma kick straight out of time, out of space. Rhymes that I dictate, watch how I flip cake. Fans on the grip tape, get baked, slip a fresh jam on the mixtape. In the champagne room, drinking from a chalice. It's the Mad Hatter, you can go and ask Alice. Roll up in my city though, asking all the kitties though. It's that crazy motherfucker solo from the video. Chilling in the back, I'll be with the cats kicking it. Like that, sniff that, fifth the jack sipping it. Turntable ripping it. Dance floor flipping it You know how we do When you see me in my crew Yo, we be getting it Twisted off the liquor, throw back jean jacket, dude. They fucked your sister. What you know about the crew? Windy City Rippers got the Mac laptops with the Lucky Lucy stickers. Getting down with my posse in the front row. If you standing up against the wall, use a punk hoe. Yeah, keep it heavy on the bass, slowing up the pace, what? blowing up the place while I'm rolling fucking Crazy in the streets, out with all the peeps kicking it. Smoke that, swallow that, holla back, tripping it. Skateboard flipping it, booty call. Hitting it, you know how we do when you see me and my crew. Yo, we be getting it. Face. 
face, face cake, flipping off a biscuit. Hippie glass, tall can, double fucking fisted. I smoked and got lifted. I spoke with the mystics. I'll be in the back, but show all my homies is listed. Blasted like old dirty bastard on acid. With white and black Jackie Onassis glasses. I came from the future to tell you this song's a classic. So roll that shit like that shit and pass it. Big bass bit right back with a brick of this. Raw uncut, turn it up when I'm spitting it. Bonafide kicker shit, slow ride flicking it. You know how we do when you see me in my crew, yo, we be getting it. Uh, Lucky Lucy Vandalift DJ Solo getting 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 it get in it get in get in it get get in get into it getting it what do you get toilet paper go getting it everybody's what happened to everybody getting toilet toilet paper are are there trees left is that what happened we still, um, we still have a lot more show. Uh, a lot more show tonight. We got callers coming in live in a little bit. I should maybe open the phone line now if somebody wants to call and we could talk about uh, getting getting lucky, getting it. Yeah, just not like if you're a dolphin and some guy on drugs paid for by uh, NASA uh, has some. I've been watching the show the, the Boys, the the Boys on uh, Amazon Prime, and it kind of reminds me of like a like if like if if a dolphin was uh, Homelander, then you know that would be a weird show. I'd be like Sea Lab. Uh, I don't know if I'm getting it. Getting getting. Uh, we got a. Voicemail. Let's play a voicemail. Maybe I can see if I have any guest blast too. You could guest blast me. You could send a send messages down to the email tubes, and I'll read them if I can still read. I don't know. See here, uh, gas blast. Anything in the tubes? I should have gotten it earlier. If I gotten it earlier, I wouldn't have to type it out right now. Wait, I'm in the wrong, uh, I was mayoshare.com. Uh, here we go. Now I could type because it remembered that I typed it once. We have one gas blast lined up right here. Look at this one. Uh, you take the pog patrol. I'll take the swole patrol. We ride at dawn. Pogs and swole. Swollen pogs. We can team up and join one giant uh patrol we could um make a patrol pole perhaps with the swole we could use the swole pole the patrol to keep the pog patrol okay hi everybody 
the troll patrol. So anyway, uh, you know, sometimes imagine like John C. Lilly was just in your neighborhood and you didn't know it. And like, he was just a guy that went to work, but he was actually going to uh, NASA and getting like LSD and stuff. Actually, that might have came a little bit later. But uh, a whole program to talk to the animals. Uh, I wonder where all, maybe that money didn't even go to him. Like they had like a crummy house in the middle of nowhere. I'm sure it didn't cost the government that much to do that. It might all it might just be like the government gave him money and was like, yeah, go build this there. And then they wrote him off on like a tax thing. Like we gave him a lot more money, but we actually used it for my golden toilet bowl. Or to form the Pug Patrol. Anyway. We are talking about uh, luck tonight, I think. I don't know. And sometimes sometimes that involves playing another uh, another vo- voicemail. Maybe we should just open the phone lines. You know what? Or, or... The phone lines are now open. I could close them at any time. If Sometimes the, the line gets too clogged up. I think it's... Yeah, it's clogged up right now. Ah. Uh. Technology is such a tease. Okay, uh... Wait, actually, it's... Hello? Is this is this working? Is technology working? Mr. Nick the Rat, can you hear me? Whoa, I can hear you. Can can the, uh... Everybody else hear you? I think so. Am I hearable? Am yes, I getting are. it, getting, getting, getting it? You, you definitely, I guess you are getting it, because you, you have no radio on in the background. Hey, I put it in my uh, headphones. Oh, but you are, this is a clear line. You're obviously, That's beautiful. you're not using a, you're not using a cell phone, are you? Are you using a, I'm not. Using one of those Bakelite phones? I'm on Hoogle Voice. Hoogle Voice, actually Hoogle you are. Voice. So, do you feel, do you feel lucky that you got through the phone line? I feel so lucky. It rang and then you picked up. It was like one ring. How no, lucky there was, is that? That's just weird. You got lucky because there was a whole a whole lit, lit up board over here. Of people just dialing in. I got a whole wall of uh, like you. So you might not have felt so lucky, but actually you were. You were like one in a lot. A... Well, awesome. Lucky enough to land in the sewer. Good point. Uh, I feel pretty lucky. I how, feel pretty lucky. How are you doing tonight? Fantastic. How about yourself, sir? I'm doing okay. You know, we uh had a little luck patch in the yard almost all year, did speaking it, of luck. Did it work? It has paid off over time. Really? In fact, I can probably still go out there. I haven't tried to harvest any luck for probably a month or two. All right, hold on one but second. But if I this really is, needed to. This show is a very science-driven show and i'd like to know how you're harvesting luck out of your luck patch well i got a little clover patch in the yard nick and you harvest them just the four leaf ones those are the only ones that bring one how, how many four leaves are you growing at one time i, th- I think well, we have a leprechaun on I the don't, phone everybody Somebody... I, I don't really rightly know the... uh mainly because i only take what i need so once i find one i stop looking for additional ones I just kind of go away, but it doesn't take me too long. Usually between one and four minutes. Are you breeding these four leaf clovers? I'm not. I'm just letting luck do its thing. But luck, think- I think, requires like a lot of mental and like very little uh, 
physical. But physical has to be super intentional. But what, can't you clone else? a four-leaf clover? Clover? Like if you were to clone that plant, wouldn't you get more four-leaf clovers? Can you know my? I have a friend who's much more into four-leaf clovers than me, and he said that there are different ways to encourage their growth. Uh, so there's but as far as directly cloning them, I'm not certain. I'm not certain. So you're not encouraging these four-leaf. You're just extra lucky. All right, we got a really lucky person on the phone. There's just certain places, you know, in your yard, especially if you get irregular sunlight, like sunlight. if there's sun coming through some weird trees and it's spotty yeah. throughout the day. Uh, that seems to be a good spot to look. And then anywhere that you find one, you should keep looking there uh, throughout kind of your luck season because luck seems to kind of congregate in certain places, I've noticed. What is what is this luck for you, though? How do you measure the luck after you? Like, what are you getting lucky with? Like, you're pouring your milk in your cereal bowl, and it's not splashing all over? Well, sometimes you got to take the small victories. But we had a, a deal up in the air, a real estate deal up in the air during the whole corona lockdown panic and... Uh, Really plucking the luck the about every other day only and got me through it, and we eventually closed it. That's awesome. You had an airship Again. that you sold? A uh, what? You you bought an airship? An airship? No, no, I wish. I you wish said a house up in the air. House? You just have a flying house? That would be scary. You know, if it was like a, <laughs> if it was like an actual like large chunk of land flying, I'd do it. But if it's just like a house, I don't know. That's a little scary. It How was a little. Uh, patch in a woods on 30 acres for a good friend of mine and it worked out swimmingly we got lucky dare i say uh things just kind of went in our favor it did take longer than we anticipated but luck was on our side and i really think it's in a big part thanks to the continual harvesting of it wait a sec so is this lucky patch in front of the place that you just got or your old place that you're moving away from i didn't do the moving i was just an agent Oh, not okay. an not an agent oh. provocateur. Okay, just the regular friendly neighbor. I was about agent. to say, if you moved away from a lucky patch, four leaf clovers, you'd be a foolish person. Oh heavens, no! I'll okay. probably keep this place an Airbnb it, just to keep the luck around. That's true too. You can have That's other people. Did you ever wonder about people that you're you're passing by in the street? Like maybe they did drugs with dolphins for the government one day, or maybe aliens came. You know, I used to wonder about people, but now I can't see their faces, and so it's harder to wonder about them. They're all masked. They're hiding. I guess I wonder more, but, like, I have less to go on, you know? So how are you going to plan to use this luck next? And do you ever quirch your quirst, quirch, quir, uh, quest, quench, squirt, perk? What's it called? Quench. When is your luck quench? Oh, I, I, can you turn your radio down a little bit? Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. I think I'm just leaning too much close. Is that a little better? Yeah, I think turn so. Me down a there. Better, yeah. yeah. You know, I try not to go too hard on it because um, what if I run out? That's my, uh, that's kind of my existential worry. You know, what if I harvest all the luck? And you never really know. So I only try to look for it when I need it. And so far, that seems to have worked. It still doesn't take me too long to find one when I need one. Hold on one second. I was just doing some science. Now, you're oh? just telling me that you got lucky from somebody else's house and their four-leaf clovers in front of it? 
it's my own patch on my own land that gave me luck to sell a different house to a friend of mine on 30 acres. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so you still have the, the, the airship. Oh, yes. Okay, yes. This, there you go. There's... You don't just go Craigslist in your airship right away. No, that, that one you, that, you have to build up to that, house by house. Yeah, exactly. So that patch of, okay, I was just wondering if you still had uh, the four-leaf monstrosities growing in front of your house come there and burn down later when you're not looking. Ooh, that'll upset the guards. Too much you can luck try. for one person is dangerous. You don't want that going around. <laughs> Do you think luck should be like like a communist system? Absolutely we should change the not. red flag to green. Be the no. New color for no agenda. The luck goes to those that have the eye to find it. Not to everyone. Equally in all parts. It takes a little bit of uh, persistence, a little bit of a careful eye, a watchful eye. Sometimes the timing must be right. This is this is fascinating stuff. Greed squashes the luck I found faster than anything. If you need the luck and you're greedy with it, you'll just harvest yourself right out of luck. Oh nice. And then you're stuck at and then you're stuck out of luck. So you could greed yourself? You can get yourself all greedy. Yeah. Greed it up. Mm-hmm. I I wonder what that looks yeah. like. How do you have how do you know you're greedier? It's just words. You're just like I'm saying words about my persona, and that's what I am now. How do you well, measure your greed? Uh... Is it like a your legs change color, and you could have like a chart you put next to? I think you just kind of. It's harder to tell when you're unlucky, but you really know when you're lucky. You do a lot of casinos, Nick the Rat. Back in the day, I had to rob a lot of places, but I can't talk about that. I'm doing a podcast right now. Oh, I'm just talking about the luck of the casino, but I suppose the robbery would involve a bit of luck. Oh, wait, I'm on the air right now. I mean, like, I'm really good at, um, um, you know, dice rolling. Oh, like the craps. Sometimes you eat too many four-leaf clovers. <laughs> That'll give you the craps quick. Anyway, let's not talk about me. Uh, let's talk more about uh, uh, you. Well, I've only been to casino twice. But the first time I hit five aces on the poker table and won uh, $2,500 off of a $5 bet. Were there people watching you do this? Yes. Now, did the luck, did the, I mean, the did winning with Lady Luck, did that make you feel better that the people were watching do you think uh, getting lucky uh, alone is less uh, rewarding than getting lucky in public? Hmm, that's a really good question. I would say that it's the reward is the same, but the risk is higher the more eyes are on your luck. More eyes is more money, usually. Because more eyes seeing your luck might might make them hungry. Now, do you think money came from your uh, DNA or our DNA as a, um, uh, as a, the main uh, communicator device between uh, different systems in the world? That I could not tell you. Um, money in that case. D- anyway, uh, I th- I, that guy was uh, really good. Like, he had a lot of information about lot- luck and stuff, but he... 
let's listen to a, a song right now. We got we have um this new one that I just found on SoundCloud. We'll be back with more Nick the Rat Radio from A's Somber Nights. We'll be, we'll be right we'll be right back.
Hello, everybody. Hello. 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 Is there anybody out there? I'm sure there is. Because we have a PO box. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, we have a PO box over here. It's like somebody sent me a letter. I'm gonna dox this person right here. I don't usually do this, but it's Nick the Rat PO box nine zero five four nine Brooklyn, New York one one two zero nine. This was the first one that I sent to me when I was like, I don't know if it's working. It took like two weeks to get to me. It's like from yours truly, Nick the Rat, right there. I don't know what I sent myself. This is like a uh, we're doing a time capsule of when my PO box opened to this moment in time, whenever that is. Open this up here. Oh shoot! Packed sticker. Hope oh, that's great. Bring that up. Got it. I got some shrinky dinks and a pin. Oh snap! Like a pin of a forty ounce of old English. I usually see them upside down. That's why I was doing that. Uh. Well, thank you, May. Also, it looks like somebody sent me another a um, another thing to the PO box. Check this out now. I need a letter opener. Sometimes, sometimes uh, your hands are are great tools, but nothing's worse than getting a paper cut. So I will open it slowly. I guess I could try to read this before I dox anybody. I don't know. Uh, it's a little bit long, but you know, if somebody actually took time to write it and send it to me, I have no idea what it says until right now. My sweet Nick, we never met before, but you know me. Dun, dun, dun. They're right behind me right now, probably. It's the aliens. Um, I started listening to your radio show a few months ago. When a bunkie traded me cassettes for Zoom Zooms. Zoom Zooms? In all my years working with animals, I never thought a rat would be what stole my heart. Your sexy voice made me harder than ever. And I fell in love for the last time. These days, I got guys keystring your tapes. Sticking my tapes up there. Keister? What is going on over here? So I don't miss an episode. <laughs> I got PETA, the FBI, and FWS against me. What the FWS? I know the FNGs. Alright, this, this is getting serious. I think this might have been written by uh, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is listening. Hi, Tom. Come on the show. I would interview Tom Cruise in a minute. That'd be great. I got questions for Tom Cruise. I want to. I want Can I go to space mansion with him? I want to go to space mansion with Tom Cruise. That'd be fine. I know people, Tom. Give me a call if you want to go to space mansion. Space mansion. I'll go. Alright, where was I in this this letter? This letter's long, but we're gonna get through it, people. <clears throat> but they ain't gonna win. 
I've been in cages my entire goddamn life. Y'all burning shit to the ground out there, and Peter's got me locked up 22 years for cats. Unfucking believable. This ain't nothing. I ain't seen before. I'm a case of $3 pill, and Karen fucking Baskin thinks she's getting her revenge by sending me to prison. Gumps are dropping soap. Gumps? What, are, what is this? Left and right in here. Toothpaste is hair gel. Dick lube. Oh, man. Tube lube. Oh, no. I'm done. I'm doing. I'm done just fine. I'm doing just fine. And that and that bitch's day is coming sooner than she thinks. Oh, shit. Sweet Nick, I'm dreaming of you next to my conjool so you can bounce some hairy rat balls on my forehead. Send me some pictures from my jackpot. <laughs> Forever yours, Joe Exotic. Your most exotic fan. Whew. Now it's quite the trip, people. Now it's a fun time. Reading that there. I just want to say thank you to the people sending stuff to the P.O. Box. Now I got to uh, thank more people. So a lot of people do donate to the show. And um, it's uh, a value for value system brought, brought to you by uh, um, life and from people from the future. Oh man, I want to go to I want to go to Spansion, Spansion with uh, Adam Curry. That'd be fun. He'd probably want to take the, the trip to see uh, how flat the Earth is. He could uh, he bring a telescope. I'd give him a telescope. You know, I'd fucking go too, man. That'd be fun, floating around in space with Tom Cruise and Adam Curry. It'd be like being in heaven. Oh man. Now I get it. People want to go to outer space because they're feeling closer to the sun. Let's thank some people here. We have uh, I go through this. I don't know. Whoa. I try not to dox people. I read the amount and uh, I, I don't read their name. Uh, I just read the note, I guess. Hope I never dox anybody. We got six, 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 uh, I had to donate after last July 22nd show. Quality content. Thank you. You are welcome. We have uh, a 420 subscriber. Uh, MY. Thank you, MY. MY knows who, who they are. Uh, sad docs people a little bit, I guess. Uh, but nobody knows. It's fun. It, you, could, you could also throw some fake people in there. Got a... A trillion dollars from Captain America says the movie industry might not benefit me anymore, so I'm looking for a spot. I could do the news. Okay. Uh, old Captain America versus Zendu. I'm going to bring Tom Cruise. Uh, <clears throat> that's not a payment. That's me owing money. To, okay, there we go. Uh, 420 from FHB, who I'm going to do something for soon. Just a lot of stuff going on. FHB 420, thank you so much. Uh, I'd take a back massage from Captain America right now. We have a DV with 420. Thank you so much, DV, for 420. We have OB. Oh, boy. With 3003. I think there, this is a coded message. Aliens. Thank you so much. Uh, 
We have one billion dollars. See, I don't like when people send me a billion. It's very hard to do the taxes on it. Then I have to hire people. Like, the system forces me to become like a superhero team of uh, legal department and, and bankers and artists. And I guess it's kind of it's great. It's capitalism. That's what it is. M uh, money forces people to work or something. It kind of works. Uh, let's uh, go on through the donation segment. Thank you, everybody that has donated. Uh, we have uh, the billion dollars. I'm gonna probably quit. I gotta. And then finally, oh boy, howdy, Nick. Great show lately. You're becoming the <laughs> the Barbara Walters of the sewers. Your mom and Karen crack me up every time too. Karen and my mom are they are pretty funny. And please take it easy on the vampires. I was born in Transylvania myself. Am I a vampire? One, two, three. Oh no. Cal. Baba Waters. Coming to you soon. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight billion dollars. Wow. Where's I got some of this uh, lavender blossom spray. It's great stuff. It's got some. It's lemonade in there too. You can drink it. No, you can't drink. Don't drink it. Do not drink it. It's good for. Uh, oh, that's. I needed that. I haven't showered in years. Anyway, uh. <clears throat> Those are the donations for this week. We're going to listen to another song right now, and we'll be back with more Nick the Rat Radio. We'll, uh, we'll open up the phone lines again. I think they're, I think it's coming, it's working again. I don't know. We got Window Shop for Love with Ring of Fire. I think this is a cover of that Johnny Cash song. It's a cover? Oh, okay. It's a burning thing, and it makes 
Maybe go to the doctor for that. If they let you in. Never know. They might just bill your insurance. A million dollars, but don't worry, it's paid for. Uh, hold on one second. I, I, I'm trying to figure something out. Once you start messing with the... Uh, There we go. <clears throat> Sorry, buddy. That song was that. <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, Johnny Cash playing the kazoo." No, it wasn't Johnny Cash though. Uh, we nine one seven seven nine five nine two three. What do you think? I think it was Suncat inspired. By the way, just to let you know, uh, Suncat and I used to call up. You know. It just beeps, and I don't think that's where you got that from. Anyway, you, well, I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, sure, if you did, that's awesome, you know. Well, and that's my buddy Adam. Uh, anyway, we, or I believe that uh, uh, he had a stroke, and he has gone on to another parallel universe, and may he beep wherever, uh, in whatever quantized state he is. He wanted to be put into... Uh, the, the, the Michigan Dam and go down, uh, and be taken in. So, you know, uh, RIP Suntax. Alright, man. Love the show and I will catch up with you. By the way, remember, the quantized state of existence does not equal uh, the donkey's. Oh, call her. Call her. Are you there? Hi. Uh, hi, yeah, I am here. I, I'm a caller. And I am also here. Are you on Spaceship Earth right now? I am. Uh, I am. I am quite elevated. I am. I am elevated, physically, and psychologically. At this point, how yes. how elevated do you think you are? Like how many? How how do you how, how do you math your elevation? Would you like uh, is it uh, like I, latitude, I, like nor, uh, it, north definitely latitude? Definitely latitude. It's like upwards, you know. Like like there could be other there could be water crashing up here, um, but I'd be okay. Like uh, you know, I wouldn't have to wear the flood pants or the shorts. You should always wear the flood pants, though. They're fun. That's some good advice. You could, they they are fun. A shower with those on. 
You could turn your shower to a bath just standing there doing nothing. <laughs> and then your cuffs are bone dry. Your cuffs? <laughs> you know, you wear booties too. You wear some sponge-like Crocs. Keep the moisture around the foot as well as your whole body. What is... Why do people take baths? They take so long. <laughs> they think that. I think baths are a lie. Oh, baths are a lie. Baths yeah, are a lie. I, Only I so really too. like lazy people can take baths, but you can't take a bath if you're if you're lazy. It's kind of like a catch twenty two. I would say it is a catch twenty two, um, and uh, you you think it, there's a lot of work. You have to wait. So if you're impatient and you want a bath, good luck with that. Yeah, and imagine because trying to move it. You're going to be so, waiting for that for that bath to. They're so draw. heavy. How come they call it a drawing of a bath? Well, why why would they call it that? Because there's architects that want money. Uh, yeah, it's those it's those greedy architects. No, it's it's this the it's the people that make the stories. People that uh, tell people what things are. Oh, like, this is okay. what this is called. Don't call it something else because it's called this. Yeah. But what is this? You better listen. It's, it's uh, the... whatever they, they say it is. And then they have to draw it. And that's why they draw a bath because you can't have a bath unless you draw it. Somebody drew it. Yeah, you got to draw that bath. They yeah, just like to remind people that they owe that money. Bath. There's always taxes to be paid. Yeah, uh, t death and taxes. Both, both of them. That's what they say. That's, who says that? The... Who is this? Is this, is this them? Who is this? Who is... I, 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 my main, my, uh, my reason for my, I have actually a reason to call. I have a, I have a question. I I do too. I've got a few. Oh, okay. You got a few. I I will ask just because this is this is very important. I I was I was discussing how Coors Banquet here in Canada it it has now changed to Coors Original. I don't know if it's changed where you are. I do know. Coors Banquet is of is the the drink of the sewer, and uh, I I just wanted to find out if if that name has changed in the sewer. I know the fluid has. There's been a lot of fluid exchanges in the beer industry. Oh, Flu Yeah, I think fluid is quite popular nowadays. People take it in exchanging those fluids as well. Oh man, yeah, but you don't you you don't want the original fluid. That's kind of gross. Yeah, like the first. I, I, I was wondering how the come Coors, they want to call it original. Probably don't drank by Mister Coors himself. Like this is the this is Coors, and then he pointed at that cup, and he's like, "This is the first Coors drink ever." And then he drank it, and now you want that? You know, how long has Coors been in service for? It's going to be a real warm drink. <laughs> there was no refrigeration. That's, uh, I can 
tell you that. That's why I had to drink it fast. At least. But then I had to go yeah. through the system and come back around. And there's a... But the original might be gone by now. Or something else. Yeah, the else. original, the, the original original may be dusty and gone. Um, but yes, I, I, they, they call it original here. And I'm curious if they call it banquet in the sewer. Because it's a party. It, it, I want to feel fancy. <laughs> what is what is the beer. legal definition of banquet? <laughs> I it's like a smorgasbord of of delicious uh, uh, delicacies and uh, delicatessens and um, uh, all all kind all kinds of deliciousness, like on one board. That's a that's a lot of smorgas. It's it's a lot of smorgas, so so you want to bring a good appetite. Oh yeah, you don't want to go in there eating like having already eaten. That's just not one of those those outings right, that but, you would want to make. But the thing the thing is, on Nick the Rat, we definitely go by science, and it says right here it's an elaborate and formal evening meal for many people, often followed by speeches. There you go. Oh. <laughs> You need to have a speech at the end of having the Coors Banquet. Oh, That's why it's a... Uh... Yeah. Yeah. So so it's best to, to bring yourself a, uh, a some sort of written statement. Um, I would I would suggest uh, ink on paper only because because uh, your your phone could just die. That's all. Um, if you if you're going to have a speech. Um, Did you ever have a phone die? Pardon? Did you ever have a phone die? Oh, oh, many times. Did you oh, go to yeah. its funeral? Even drown as well. <gasps> oh, yes, of course. That's horrific. Oh, yeah, I had it. It. it, it I had one that drowned in uh, in Coca Cola. Oh my god! And oh, my uh, god. oh you... it was uh, you know, Oh no, it, somebody did drown. A... That's horrible. It was a great phone. Uh, it took calls. It made calls. It made the occasional photo. Wasn't the best. Wasn't the worst. Hmm. You could tell what you were looking at. That's that's. It well, didn't have all the pixels well, that you, you hope were looking these for. Days. You can only you can only hope that that is what you're gonna get these days. It's a uh, cl close enough to the original picture. Close, close enough. Close it, enough. It, you you get the idea. So you need have at. a Coors banquet. It's only two dollars. $2. Two dollars. Two dollars. A little party of people. Uh, caller, do you ever experience luck? Do you think there is luck? Do you think luck is bad to have? Do you think there's only um, unlucky? It's, well, there's well, there's luck, and then there's um, like, oh, like, are you talking about luck at the slot machines, or are you talking about like general luck? Because the luck at the slot machines, that's different. Because you're in, you're at the slot machines, you don't want anybody tapping on your shoulder or something like that because that's when the bad luck starts. You sound like a slot expert. You know all about these slots. <laughs> Are you a slot teacher? Because you can teach. We got we have ears right now. We have a lot of people probably interested <laughs> in learning about this. Uh, I I just uh. uh 
you know, you just want to go to one, one to another, one to another. You don't, you don't want to just like hang out at one place. You, 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 you win something, you just take those monies and you run away. That's, that's, uh, it, that's my it, advice. You're, you're generating the slots. You just generated the slots. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. That, how do you, is it, and you feel, oh man, but where's the luck? How do you, how do you, the can, luck you is, can you teach me how it, to do that though? Feel, it's it's in the air. It's in the it's in the it's in the general vicinity. But you you can have long term luck, and then you can have like short term luck. Um, I would say short term luck is is the example of of a slot machine. Um, but like long term luck is is like you know you struck on something that that will um, benefit you in the in the long term rather than the than the short term like if you like you win a hundred dollars or something of course you know you could blow through a hundred dollars it's 2020 of course well it's a lot of money yeah, and then it's kind of easy that's a lot of money yeah or like you get a cool job or you you want you get a cool car or something that's that's lucky that makes your or you meet that right somebody all that sort of thing that's <laughs> that's uh that's like long-term luck in, cool. in New York, a hundred dollars will get you uh, get you about two hours. Two hours? Oh, okay. And a reach around, or <laughs> if, if you're lucky, if it's the police, um, probably oh, a reach. Oh, the police—they they, they go—they go all they every orifice. It's a—they do the the ultimate reach around. <laughs> you get like five people in on that thing. It's like we're gonna reach five around people. with not just five fingers. There'll be five people. But that's, that's a lot of mouths. It's a very successful reach around. It's a, that's that is successful. Oh yeah. If one can get there, the other will. That's true. Backup. That's what we call in the in the field is backup. Do, do you, um, uh, person I called, Nick the Rat. Yeah. Um, do you, uh, what is luck for you? So far it's four leaf clovers, and now it's a hundred dollars. Oh, so um, you're selling four leaf clovers for a hundred dollars. No, I, right I'm, here, I'm thinking about how much I can make off of these and how I could... Do you oh. know of any scientist where I could possibly clone some four-leaf clovers? Oh, I do know some uh, some scientists. Um, they, some of them are from, uh, uh, you know, the just right there in the dark sewers. And, um, and then you've got, like, you know, even even scientists that Zindu knows. And that... And, I think I think I don't think they're from uh, the from the sewer. I think they're from Oktar, actually. I think yeah, Oktar. I think from Oktar. I think I've seen Oktar hanging out with Adam Curry. Whoa! The and Godfather. He's from the future. No, what if what if these he these the seeds are are being shipped into the future by that motherfucker over there, man? And this this is this is getting weird. Because, what, what what was the plant you were just talking about? I think they were talking. I heard him talking about that. Oh, 
Well, I've been looking at the sky and there's a lot of stars. There's like way lots of stars. Did you see a Neo, Neo wise? Um, I waved at it. It waved, it, uh, it looked at me, but then it didn't wave at me. I thought that was kind of rude, you know. Clover seeds? Clover seeds. Yeah. Oh, clover seeds. Clover seeds. Oh, I thought, oh, I thought you said over, over seeds. Over no, seeds. No, no. Cl uh, oh, clover seeds. Yeah. Clover. Not, yeah, not over, clover. Oh, over and no, over. not over. Red oh, Rover? Oh, oh, clover seeds. Clover. No, I haven't seen any clover seeds. Why is but Rover so red? you gotta be so watching red? out for those seeds. What is, have no, you ever heard? Plant them. Red Rover, Red Rover. Uh, then you like throw something over the something. What, is, what the heck is that oh, all yeah, about? Oh yeah, and people charge, in, charge into your arms. It's like Red Rover, Red Rover. Um, uh, bring, uh, bring Nectarot over. And then you run into like a phalanx. You know. That just gave me a nightmare. Sorry, caller. I actually broke like five. Oh, man, I almost died. There's like five of us. It's a horrible accident. Uh, we got wall, wall, wall menace with aggression. We'll be right back. I'm sorry. Uh, I just broke back memories.
Well, welcome back to Nick the Rat Radio. That was a great song. Uh, Wall Minus uh, Aggression. That's uh, All the music is on SoundCloud slash like slash Nick the Rat. Um, um, yeah, you can go there. NickTheRat.com has uh, social. That there, you hit that. You can find things. Hi, everybody. We're having, a, we're having a good Wednesday night. The music makes you forget what's going on in, in the world sometimes. Sometimes you're like, whoa, this, the song becomes me. And you become it as well. Well, why do you let some songs in and not all? You only have a certain amount of time, I guess. That's why we have time. Maybe it's time. I don't know. Who's got time for talking to every person that walks past you? Especially when you have their phone number and you could just give them a call like this person did. 917-719-5923. Hey, what's up, Nick? Uh, it's Rick from Baltimore. Oh, shit. How you uh, doing? One thing. Look, uh, you kind of thought that I might have a troll. I wasn't. I actually saw the article. I thought it was a troll. So I thought I'd bring it on, you know, bring it nice. But um, I want you to know something. I do not go out and try to troll people. That's not what I do. Um, uh, you know, uh, trying to find a laugh, maybe, yeah. Um, but that's pretty much what I do. Uh, I really don't. I have better things to do with my life, uh, trying to volunteer with habit, you know, Habitat for Humanity and other things. So, um yeah, man. So hope your your show is doing well. And remember, it just beeps. It does all it does. It beeps. True, it does just beep. These are all true accusations of uh, that last caller. Uh, sounds like they're still there. Uh, can you call her? Can you turn down? Can you hang up your uh, voicemail for me? Thank you. Okay. Whew. Clover seeds. How do you get a clover field? Oh, f um, whoever is in the future sending these seeds back into the past, please don't do that. Uh, the luck is important, but if everybody has it, what, what happens then? Who are, who are these? Who are these? Uh, who are these people? Seed band from the future. Sounds like a, a David Bowie song coming on. Uh, oh my God, no! Computer, stop! Amazon is everywhere. There's a Jeff Bezos seed has spread across the planet. Uh, let's watch a video. I, I, uh. I found these short clips of interesting things that I thought were, were kind of interesting. Uh, we have an interview. Uh, it's a short one. It's an excerpt from a, a video called Thinking Aloud, where they're interviewing uh, John Lilly. And you can always appreciate good interviewing. I'm trying to get into the interviewing game, so I've been taking a lot of uh, tips from, from the host of this. Uh, uh, his name is... Oh, it's a little loud here. Let me lower this down. Sorry. 
Jeffrey Mish Mishlov? I think it would be good to start with your famous maxim about what is true in the province of, of the mind. Could, could you begin by... <clears throat> in the province of the mind, what one believes to be true either is true or becomes true within certain limits. These limits are to be found experimentally and experientially. When so found, these limits turn out to be further beliefs to be transcended. In the province of the mind, there are no limits. However, in the province of the body, there are definite limits not to be transcended. You've probably devoted your, your whole life, and certainly many decades recently, to, to pushing to see you know, what, what really were the limits. Right. Going into new realities, taking on the belief systems of those realities, and then, then coming back to your basic working reality and challenging those beliefs, integrating those beliefs right. with, with your own. In, in your writings, you've explored uh, almost every state of consciousness I could imagine, the various mystical levels of Satori, communication with extraterrestrials, communication with, with other species. You've established probably a, uh, a more significant mapping of, of inner space than, than almost any other modern, modern person, and I think we all owe a, a great debt to you for that. But don't get stuck with those. I've abandoned all of them. <laughs> it's impossible mm -hmm. because there are infinities within the mind. I think that's the, the beauty of your work is, is that you keep moving further and further further and further out. In the center of the cyclone, you described a, a state, uh, in fact, you had a whole system, a, a virtually a quantitative system for mapping states of consciousness. And you talked about one that I, I found most fascinating, which you call plus three, mega satori. And in, in that state, you describe going so far out of your body, and f even out of the physical universe, to the point of being at the, at the level of essence in which the physical universe mm -hmm. is, is created. Right. Uh, that almost seemed to me in reading that book like an ultimate state of consciousness, but I know you wrote about it some 15 years ago. How does it look to you now? Well, there's one state beyond plus three. That's plus one. But you're not allowed to remember that once you go into it. You have union with God. That's the true yoga. And so you're non-human. So there's no way you can recount what happened. You have no way of saying it because it's beyond language. Yes. Well, all those states are beyond language. Mm -hmm. Language is a very poor instrument to express them. You've described in, in some of your other writings language as being a, a film, a thin film that, that separates us from reality, really. As, as much as we try to use language to describe what, what we mean, it really puts barriers up. Well... Um, there's one use of language that's valid. That's the injunctive use, telling you how to do things. The descriptive uh, one is very poor. And William James said it, the other world is separated from this one by the thinnest of screens. And I found that this screen is language. Mm -hmm. So you have to abandon it when you're going to these other realities. In addition to plus one and, and plus three, you've mapped out plus six. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a state of consciousness, as I recall, in which the mind can travel to any point right. in physical or non-physical space. But you maintain your individuality. Mm -hmm. 
that must be a, a basic mode of, of, a, of a psychic explorer. I, I gather from reading much of your work that you spent a great deal of time in plus six. Right, and in plus twelve. Mm -hmm. uh, plus twelve is the uh, blissful idiot. You're in your body, you're right here now, but everything is happy. Mm -hmm. There's gold, gold dust particles in the air, everything is good. You can feel energy moving in and out of the different psychic right. centers of the body. And if a bird calls, you hear it echoing through the galaxy. Mm -hmm. But um, that's not much use, unless you can get another bliss ninny in the same space. Yeah. But many of the mystical teachings warn against getting stuck in some of these realities. Right. I haven't been in any of them since that time. Mm -hmm. Well, you also refer to, in, in your mapping of states, I suppose, is plus 48, which is sort of a, a perfectly neutral state. Right. Plus 24 is the uh, professional state mm -hmm. of any discipline that you're involved in, where you're, you're lost in the discipline. 48 is where you're communicating with everybody else. And then there are the minus states, but uh, I don't go into those. No, but at one point you, you wrote about the importance of going into the minus states right. and remaining perfectly aware, being conscious in those negative states, not trying to block out the negativity. Right. And you described that, as I recall, as burning karma. Yes. And then there's a, in the center of the cyclone, there's a chapter called uh, A Guided Tour of Hell, which mm -hmm. was minus, uh, <coughs> minus six. And that was awful. Thinkingaloud.com for more. You can buy that interview. Some good stuff. That's their uh, it's their uh, sales pitch on YouTube. Check them out. That's it's the guy that had the dolphin and the drugs and all that. I think that that dolphin killed himself. Poor dolphin. Echo the dolphin. Like I did a lot of drugs. He uh, liked ketamine a lot. He definitely expanded his consciousness with uh, life. I don't know if he gave the dolphin drugs. He, he probably he treated that, that dolphin good. I would take that dolphin's life. I want that dolphin to be with me in the space mansion as people go into outer space. The dolphin could even go to outer space. I'd let him. That'd be cool. And do some awesome tricks. Uh, underwater probably already feels like outer space to them. Unless they ask for it. If they're like, hey, send me to outer space. Please don't send any dolphins into outer space. Let's keep, let's keep uh, space dolphin free. If we, if we could do that. Thank you. That'd be good. Uh, oh, man. We should, uh, we should play a voicemail. 917-719-5923. Thank you for uh, blowing out people's ears. That's cool. Thank you, caller. Uh, 917-719-5923 is how you could uh, reach me. Tonight we're talking about luck, and uh, you might be able to get through on the phone line. I don't know even if the phone line's working. It might have broke. There's too many people trying to get through. Yeah. I'm pinging the uh, server here. 
I see it. Yes, there's a blinking light. I see it. I'll, I'll restart it after this song. Let's play a... Okay, uh, we got a O-T-A-M-A-T-I-X. Oat mix? What does it say? Oh, we got a phone call? So we have a phone call coming in. Hello, call, hello, caller. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you doing? I can't complain. I only talk to complainers on the show. Let's listen to uh, O-T-A-M-A-T-I-X, Addicted to You by Avicii. It's a, it's a, it's a singing thing. I let down my We'll be well, we'll be right back and try to see if we can fix the phone line. Sorry, uh, the what happened there? Guess I should have seen it coming. Caught me by surprise. I wasn't looking where I was going. I fell into your eyes. You came into my crazy world like a cool. Before I, I knew it hit me, baby You were flowing through my veins I'm addicted to you Hooked on your love Like a powerful drug I can't get enough of Lost in your eyes Drowning in blue Out of control What can I do? Night blows in through the window, dances around the room. Got me hypnotized, I'm getting high on the perfume. I couldn't live without you now. Oh, I know I'd go insane. to you, on your love, like a powerful drug, can't get enough of, lost in your eyes, drowning in blue, out of control, what can I do, I'm addicted to you, what can I do, I'm addicted to you. I think the uh, Dark Sewer Network might sell something that could uh, help that addiction you have there. That was a great song, cover. Only had like two likes on SoundCloud, and I was like, that was good. I liked it. But everybody should hear it. Also, I had to find a lot of songs, you know. And uh, yeah, we, we, uh, we listen to everything here. Nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three. Nothing like drinking your uh, wine from a Yeti cup. Uh, actually, a full bottle will fit in one of those. An ex taught me that. Yeah, simple math. I told her, dumb bitch. Uh, conversion milliliters to ounces. Whatever. Anyway, 
Yeah, sorry I missed your live call in here, but uh, I may uh, try again later and reach you, or I may just uh, make a voodoo doll likeness of you and practice jerking it off. I love you, buddy. Oh, oh, I had a joke for you, Nick. Um, knock, knock. Oh, crap. Uh, close the P.O. box. It's 2020, you rat bastard close, bitch. Close the, uh, the P.O. box. All right, the uh, P.O. box is now closed. It's officially closed. Uh, um, let's, uh, where are we in the show? What are we talking about here? Zindu is not here. We're, we're not selling the book yet, right? You guys want to see some, uh, of the pages that I was working on? No? Okay. Uh, what? Let's listen to another uh, a voicemail. The aliens told me to do it, by the way. It's proof. We have to play some advertisements because some guys with machetes and Molotov cocktails just came into the studio. Uh, let's. Uh, we're gonna play some advertisements. We'll be right. We'll be right back in a little bit. Uh, we're, uh, sure. Let's. Halloween's yeah. coming. Are you ready? No. Well, get your ass in the sewer and buy yourself a costume. At the Dark Sewer Network Costume Shop, get your ass covered. We got 2017's best costumes available, including newspaper mummy, pizza slice burn victim, real poo shit monster, metal pipe tin man, and cardboard box robots, and more and more and more. All costumes are made right here in the USA. And none of them cost more than $69.99. So come on down to the DSN costume shop and don't forget Halloween's coming. Wanna go for a ride? In your mind? Open your third eye with Dark Sewer LSD. Our sewer scientists spent years perfecting an acid formula to blow your mind. Let their labor become your love and experience life like you've never had before. Find out all of life's answers today and order now. 917-719-5923. might be walking down the street and there's people out there on mind-altering uh, drugs. You know, it's... And wouldn't that be awesome to talk to them? Because, like, some of them have really amazing thoughts that just break reality for everybody. It's... They're definitely needed to keep 
the the train the the site the, the the brain train going or something i don't know you gotta build off something you can't build off nothing right you gotta, uh, uh we're good we played those advertisements for you you those are those are big molotovs yeah fill fill me up uh, it looks like uh, we're gonna we're gonna take another quick break we're going to watch uh, a video now that relates to everything we're talking about. Very, it's going to, it's going to blow your mind. It's also from the same series. You should definitely go to this website and check this thing out. I, I would, I want to, I want to give them a lot more, uh, I want to give them a fanatic actually. And yet it seems that you're almost the opposite. Reality is extremely slippery for you. I don't get the feeling that you're stuck on any one model of reality. Well, you know what Freud wrote about projection. Uh, the people, uh, yeah, I have been accused of being a fanatic in uh, the Skeptical Inquirer, but you just have to open that journal to see the people who put it out are all fanatics. And the people who accuse me of being possessed by devils are all the type of right-wing fundamentalist who rolls around and speaks in tongues and gives all the signs of being possessed by the devil themselves. So I, I tend to look at, uh, I, I think I, I basically I'm a mirror. My books are mirrors and when a monkey looks in, no philosopher looks out. <laughs> well, how do you separate the inside from the outside? Well, that is one of the difficulties. That's why people get embroiled in weirdities while they're reading my books, because I'm dissolving the difference between the inside and the outside. Like most people think their head is inside the universe, but I have demonstrated in several of my books that uh, the universe is inside our heads. Our head is outside the universe. Uh, like um, the, this whole studio, for instance. It's, it's got to be inside my head or I wouldn't be aware of it. I've got a model of it inside my head. Mm -hmm. Now, inside that model of the studio is a model of me. And on top of the model of me is a model of my head. But that's not my real head. My real head contains the studio and my body and this model of a head. And it's the same with the whole universe. The, the whole universe is a model contained in my head, which contains a model of my head. So I've got two heads, the head outside the universe and the head inside the universe. Now, that, sh that should be perfectly clear. But if it isn't, Bertrand Russell has a proof using six-dimensional geometry in his book, The Nature of Human Knowledge. I hope that clarifies which is inside and which is outside, and we don't have to get uh, trapped in that again. Well, what, one of the points that you often make is, is that we get caught up in these apparent paradoxes because of linguistic habits and, and a habit that we've had since the time of Aristotle of thinking in terms of syllogistic logic. Well, yeah, I, I believe our language, uh, we, can o we can only uh, see what we observe, and we can only observe what we have categories for in our language. That's known as the Whorf Hypothesis in anthropology. Actually, it goes back to Guillaume Battista Vico, an 18th century Neapolitan who has been a major influence on me as well as on James Joyce. And uh, my books are full of neologisms and odd uses of language just to break through the habits of perception that are conditioned by using ordinary English. Mm -hmm. You once wrote a whole book without using the verb is 
Yes, that's quantum psychology. Mm -hmm. I also break sentences up in the Burroughs way, so there's no subject and predicate. I use Joycey and stream of consciousness. I, I run words together, so one word has five different meanings depending on which way you look at the sentence, uh, like Joyce did in Finnegan's Wake. All of this is um, attempts to get us out of uh, the lines of word and image that were laid down by our ancestors. After all, if we're seeing the world our ancestors put into our language, we're not seeing the world we're living in. It's obvious that our ancestors did not live with computers, spaceships, uh, George Bush, and other incredible uh, occurrences uh, that are typical of our lives. Well, that's uh, that weird. Uh, we have more gas blasts that came in. Let's read one. Let's see here. We got a whole um, the the the. the, the Sometimes, sometimes the tubes get backed up. You need that tube lube. Um, this has nothing to do with luck. If you had a perfect clone made of yourself, wouldn't you be constantly talking, uh, talking over yourself all the time? Wouldn't the same thought and words appear in your your head, right, right as it would in theirs? Whoa. I think it just crashed my VLC player. It would it would be like taking a, a talking to a mirror, and like looking at the the mirror, it's kind of like a reflection of you, like yourself. So it's just the you're you're seeing yourself too with light. Sometimes vibration. These are these are all great questions that we probably can't answer. But we could try, and it'll be fun, because sometimes that's the whole point. Anyway, I like trying to find what's, uh, what is the point, right? There we go. Uni is a lie. Okay. Uh, let's play a little bit more music. Let's see if the music works. We got Chemical Brothers, Do It Again, uh, by DJ Og. DJ Oga something. Uh. DJ Ogi.
back to the sewers everybody uh, sometimes you forget where clips are and you can't load them into places 
Anyway. Technology sucks. I'm gonna have to, like, stitch this crap together later. Yay. Anyway, uh... Let's listen to a voicemail. Somebody called while I was listening to that song. I didn't want to turn it off. I didn't want to turn it off. I'm sorry. I had a, you know... Beep! Yeah, that's what you hear. Hi, Nick. Oh, man. Karen. Hold on. Hold on. Hello, caller. Oh, hey. Hello from Spearfish. Is it still water? Stillwater, how are how are you doing tonight? Are you doing the work? Oh, I'm doing the work all day long, as long as my schlong. Whoa. Hey, hey, I got I got a I got a book here, yeah. and uh, it it has all all of the lucky charms for everyone based on when their birthday is. What you have a birthday charm correlation? Yeah. It, it's a book called The Hidden World of Birthdays. Ooh! Does it work? It, I, I, yeah, yeah, it does. Because huh? on mine, like on my birthday, it, it says that my lucky charm is I have to have uh, uh, two 50-cent pieces, you know, like the, the big old coins. Yeah. You know? And uh, uh, I, I'm supposed to, like, have that in my pocket, and then at some point I, I give one of them to the other person, and then for the rest of that day, we both get good luck. And so it's like my good luck is also someone else's good luck. Sounds dangerous. What if uh, what if somebody takes that good luck and infects it with bad luck? Do they have to give it back? Are you taxing them on well, this? Well, that's kind of on them, you know. I mean, if they, they can really only fuck up their own luck, you know. You know, if, it, like if, if someone gets that coin and then they walk under a bunch of ladders and a bunch of black cats run across and, and it, it affects, it, it'll affect them and not me, you know, because, you know, it started with good energy, but then they threw a bunch of bad energy on top of it, you know. Huh. Are Are you flammable at all? Well, I I think most people are flammable to some extent, but I haven't caught on fire yet. Did you ever think uh, you might be suffering from being a witch? Me? No, no, no. I'm more like a, like a, um, what's what's the cross class, what's it called when you cross class a, uh, like in DD terms, like a monk and a wizard? I'm whatever that is. So what you're trying to tell me is <laughs> you still with me, bud? <laughs> I, I was, uh, what, are, what are you trying to tell me? Oh, I'm I'm more of like a cross class between a, a wizard and a monk. Cool. You still there, bud? Is that true? Yeah. You have yeah, to... I learned I magic want... and I learned how to fight. It's uh, you know. So this is you're a real. I got a lot mage. more hit points from the uh, monk class, though. I guess when you're talking about being a witch, I think you just put a spell on me. Did did I? Nah, nah, nah. If you're I talking... put a spell on you, everyone would know. That was the D and D spell. Besides, that's not how I roll. You're... It's, you see, like it, it takes a lot of time and effort to cast yeah, spells and shit. You know, I I save all of my magic for the kitchen. You know. Uh, the real magic is when you 
eat like the perfect meal and it just really hits the spot. Or if you if you hear a song that sends goosebumps up your spine because it's just so good, that's what real magic is. And you and you, and you all practice the this and stuff, you know. And you practice this. Yeah, you know, you got to practice. That's the only way you can get to Carnegie Hall. Do you know who else practices magic? Well, probably lots of people. Starts with a W. Whoa. Werewolves? You might be a werewolf, my friend. Oh, boy. You know, how hairy are you? I haven't seen a lot of werewolves around lately. You know, they usually usually have a a flare up, uh, you know, about once a month of of those things wandering around. I haven't seen those a lot lately. Do you urinate? Still a lot lot of vampires around, though. Have you ever seen an alien? Uh, yeah, yeah, probably dozens of times that I didn't even know about. Uh, you know, you always you always meet like that 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 weird person that just doesn't quite click on like like they're not just socially awkward, but there's something else going on. You know, like they they also don't ever blink or something like that. Yeah, you bump into some of those every now and again, and then they ask you how like toilets work and stuff. Those are those are usually aliens. <laughs> they're infiltrating through the pipes. Through the sewer, I've seen. I've seen I, don't, I don't know if infiltrating is the right word if they can't even figure out how to use a urinal. Well, that's I mean, the thing uh, they're asking you for. I mean, are you I telling mean, them? Like, oh, if aliens are real, they'll take from... us over in a second. And I'm like, ah, I don't know. Man, they, they struggle with a lot of simple things, so I'm not not all that concerned about it. Because the real concern that we all got to deal with is all those damn vampire attacks. No one's doing anything about it. It's obviously a witch. It's a witch. Somebody put a tracker on that. Uh, I could, yeah. Wait, that was that was Stillwater. Stillwater's not a witch. It's very powerful with magic, though. In the game of D and D. Uh, nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three. Ow. Nick, how dare you not answer my phone call? Oh. You terrible person. This... All right, man. It was Google's fault. Love you. Peace. Hey, Google. No, don't do that. It's, uh, we got. We, uh, do you guys want to watch another weird video that I found on this station? I found a couple more weird videos we could watch. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was testing my luck with how much. How far I could get in the show with without having Zindu with me? All right, here we go. I hope my software doesn't crash again. Let's find out. It's another uh, a thinking aloud episode. These are great. Check them out. The Rig Veda is is considered by all scholars, I think, to be one of the most uh, beautiful uh, composite of religious hymns and deep philosophical discussions. And and yet, when one reads the Rig Veda carefully, one discovers uh, an enormous emphasis on a mysterious, uh, apparently hallucinogenic substance called soma. Yes, you're quite right. The ninth mandala of the Rig Veda is entirely devoted to singing the praises of soma and yet we do not know what Soma is or was. 
R. Gordon Wasson spent a considerable portion of his life researching this problem and reached the conclusion that soma was Amanita muscaria, a mushroom that is symbiotic to pine and birch trees uh, throughout much of the North Temperate Zone. However, uh, scholars have cast doubt on his identification of soma. Nevertheless, uh, what we learn from Wasson's scholarship is that plants with hallucinogenic chemical principles in them have had an enormous impact on shaping the psychology of various cultures, both pre-literate and literate, throughout the world. It seems quite clear that the references to Soma in the Rig Veda were not really symbolic. They refer to some actual uh, plant substance. Oh yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. Some sort of plant substance was prepared and ingested by a priesthood who then used the ecstatic experience induced by that plant as the basis for all of their metaphysical and philosophical speculations on the nature of the universe. The case of Soma is by no means unique. My own field of uh, interest was uh, the Amazon basin, where we don't have a great uh, written literature, but we do have an extensive oral tradition and a tradition of hallucinogenic plant use that persists to the present day. Mm -hmm. Well, I think most notable in South America is the drug ayahuasca. Yes, ayahuasca is uh, perhaps the world's largest and most thriving psychedelic religion. It touches the lives of millions of mestizos and uh, Indians in the basin. It is a combinatory drug, which makes it especially interesting to pharmacologists because its two principal ingredients are themselves inactive except in the presence of each other. So what we have in the case of ayahuasca is an example of a highly evolved folk pharmacology mm -hmm. and how a discovery like this was ever made in the first place is one of the challenging questions that anthropologists have to deal with. After all, in a square mile of Amazonian rainforest, it is not unusual to encounter 50,000 distinct species of plants. How then did these uh, so-called primitive or preliterate people make the connection between the combining of the bark of one with the leaves of another boiled and put through a number of procedures to uh, produce an intense visionary hallucinogen. This is an extremely interesting and uh, to this day unanswered question. Isn't it the case that I believe it was the German uh, chemist who isolated this uh, chem the chemical active ingredient in ayahuasca, originally named it telepathine? Yes, that's right. Uh, based on field reports of the states of group mind induced by ayahuasca, which is also called yahe, he felt it was fitting to name it telepathine. Now, the rules of scientific no nomenclature are such that uh, 
the first name of a compound is always given precedent. And about 20 years after it was named telepathine, it was realized that the identical compound had been isolated around the turn of the century from the giant Syrian rue, Pergamon harmala, and named harmine. So today, the active ingredients of ayahuasca are known as harmine, harmaline, and tetrahydroharman. But your point is well taken. The, what struck the early explorers and ethnographers into the Amazon basin was the fact that the people seemed to be taking this plant preparation in order to under, uh, undergo states of community group-mindedness. And during these intoxicating intervals, uh, social plans relative to migration, hunting, and warfare were undertaken by the elders of the tribe. And uh, though the name has been changed to the more innocuous harmine, nevertheless, there's a continued persistence of the feeling that uh, telepathic and group mind states are induced by this particular plant mixture. And it's particularly interesting in the light of the fact that the chemical constituents which make it go are in fact found endogenously in the human brain. These are not exotic compounds from the point of view of ordinary human brain chemistry. So there is a suggestion there that uh, manipulation of neurohumoral compounds, brain neurotransmitters, and that sort of thing may in fact open the door to uh, untapped areas of human potential. Wow. Thinkingaloud.com That was good. These clips are uh, awesome. You should go check them out. Buy the whole video. I'd listen to that. Uh, Welcome back to Nick the Rat Radio. I forget where we are in in the show. I think it's pretty close to being done. I got got a lot of work to do. I have more things to sell. Oh, man. Okay, we got to sell more things here. Uh, Here's a couple of advertisements. We'll be right back with uh, more Nick the Rat uh, Radio. We just had a break, though. You're going to pay me for that one. Okay. Right, um, I, I, contracts have been signed. That's the thing. If you have it in writing, you can't really do too much else after that. Uh, We have a lo- uh, lawyers in the dark sewer. Don't mess with us. Calling all 
safe now okay um hi everybody welcome back to nick the rat radio we are going to be moving along with the show because we only have a certain amount of ads for a certain amount of time for a certain amount of things you know yeah that's just how life works apparently it seems these days also i just got a note from the future saying that i should apologize now so let me just look into the camera right now 
Okay. Um, it's always good to have an apology video. So here's here's mine. Ah, I'm I'm sorry that I made uh, jokes about species creatures. There are they are no less than rodents. All right. So did they cancel sending these seeds back from the future? There's going to be luck all over the place. We're going to learn how to rebase four-leaf clovers for mainline luck. Uh, this is. Let me turn this camera off over here. All right. The camera's off. I can't believe you can't do that. We're not doing that. I don't want to say that in front of the camera because that would be against the uh, my contract with the Dark Sewer scientist. We got a... Oh, hi. Um... Hi, everybody. We have a little bit more Nick the Rat Radio to go. We could watch um, another advertisement. Is that what it is? Another voicemail? We have a voicemail. 917-719-5923. Yeah, there's a reason that that song only had two likes on SoundCloud. It's probably because it sucked. Of course, yeah, I'm, I'm probably just just saying that because it brings up a, a lot of inner pain. <laughs> Block that number. We got a gas blast that came in. It says slot, hee hee, slot. I wonder what that's referring to. Uh, we also have more gas blasts. See? I knew I smelled something coming down the pipe. Uh, we got Red Rover is a game from ancient England. Children would witness month-long sieges on castles and would see soldiers fling diseased bodies and excrement over the castle walls. From catapults? You should use a trebuchet. Let's, looks like we might have a call coming in. Uh, hello, caller. How are you? I'm good. How are How are you? I think you. I think you should do a whole show with a boot on your head. A boot? I'll digitally put a boot on my head. I can't afford no that, boots. That would be awesome. They're hard to get these days out there. One just like Vermin Supreme, though. So you could put like a bath on your head. Like a what? A bath. Bath, a bath, yes. If you put a boot on your head, is that the kind of and you fill is it that with the water? Kind of boot that... I don't know. Is this boot waterproof? Probably. It looks like it is. So then, yes, you could wear a hat full of water. Keep his head cool, water yeah. cool. Oh, he could. Oh my God, that's right. Thermodynamics. You lose the most amount of heat through your head. So that's why you wear a hat in wintertime. Did you know that Red Rover was throwing dead bodies over a wall with catapults? R really? Is that what that whole, like, the rhyme was about? And they named the people that they throw over the wall. Red Rover, Red Rover, I just threw the collar on over. Yeah. <laughs> over the wall because their body was dead. 
Was that actually back to a actual incident of people being thrown over a wall? Might be true. Might be true. I could see it. Uh, Probably. Like a, a human fall. Like a waterfall, but just humans. That's... There's yeah. not that much. There's not maybe blood. You could probably like milk one or two humans up there for a couple of days, <laughs> but you can't really just keep throwing that, them over. Maybe the, sl- uh, slowly put them in pieces. The smell would uh, become yeah. overbearing. Why well, they should use a trebuchet? You go further than a catapult. Tre- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank God for the French. We can hurl the dead bodies farther. Oh, man. We should make a trebuchet mixed talk- with a guillotine. Maybe the Remington <laughs> of trebuchets. Two, two for one, right? Fuck yeah. Like chop, fling. <laughs> Actually, just rip your head off. You put your head down, then you tie a rock to it, and there's a blade above you. And then you knock the trebuchet to fling, and it drags your head up with the blade. And it throws your head away. And then they have little dogs come out and chase it down. And whoever's dog gets it first wins. Well, it can be like that pump, pumpkin chunking competition that they have. Very offensive. Where they shoot the pumpkins out in the field. And then they chase rats down too. Yeah, right. Little dogs. <laughs> why, why do people always got to train what? animals to do bad stuff? I don't know. They use them to hunt a lot of different things, too. I guess, I mean, are they a utilitarian item, or are they a pet? Are they good luck? They're good luck for the hunter. It's uh, not good luck no, they're for good, definitely good luck if it's the a good hunty. dog. Yeah, they can come after you. Uh, what about a rabbit's foot? Uh, if, you caught, if they caught a rabbit. Oh, man, a rabbit's foot? a rabbit's foot. I could, actually, yeah. I'm about as big. Um, I could probably cut a hole in the top of a rabbit. And sit in there and have like a poodle drag me. Oh, there you go. I don't know if that would be lucky or not. Popsicle sticks on the rabbit feet. The, <laughs> the, the <laughs> like, like pickle Rick. <laughs> the fur. Good luck. The little rabbit feet. That's why you gotta put sticks on. It started, they said it started from hares, though. Like, I don't know if there was a different breed of rabbit that was considered hare over here in the day, or if that was from over in Europe, but that's where it originated was from a hare leg, and then eventually a rabbit's foot became lucky. But it wasn't originally a rabbit's foot at all. It was a hare's foot? It was a hare's foot, which I don't know if that's, it's got to be like a different breed that's, I don't know if it's in Europe or if it's extinct or what. Did they make hair sleds? No. Ew. They make what? Sleds out of hairs? Sleds out of hair? You just said that they make uh, sleds out of hair. No. I, like no. when you shave and they get all that? That would be... Disgusting. That would stink. That would stink. <laughs> You said a it rabbit sled, like, a rabbit sled or something? It's a hare's foot, though, I, is what it originally was, what they originally considered lucky was they called it a hare, and it's a different breed than a rabbit. So you weren't talking it's about rosebud at all? What's that? You weren't talking about rosebud? No, not at all. 
Okay, because I was imagining that would like rabbit uh, hair for sleds. Color? I don't. I don't know why they would have been considered lucky to begin with, other than I think it was their back legs. They live that fast so life. They could jump and run so fast with those back legs that people must have thought they were lucky. And then they bumped into every other creature that's out there. <laughs> well, why did a clover leaf become a four-leaf clover become lucky? All right, if you get these seeds, don't plant them. I'm going to harvest most of this look, and I know that if I can get if I can get the packages, I can make the biggest clover field in front of my server. And then I can become like ultra rich in clover and luck. You could be like the the luck giver or something like that. Can't think of a better name than that. The lucky rat. Uh, it is the year of the rat, right? Is it is it a year of the rat? I think so. Isn't it always? For me it is. What year is it for you? Well, when does uh, a year start, by the way? This year. What's that? When does a year start? <clears throat> for us, it starts on January 1st, right? How do you know? Because it's on, it's on the calendar. To, it's on the calendar, right? According to our calendar. Yeah. yeah and, and guess what? Is the, what? is the calendar flat? Pretty much, yeah. And shit's spreading. These people think everything's flat these days. This is, we can't... If you know anybody that's out there that suffers this, please let them know that it's not flat, okay? You can't, you can't even let these people have an opinion. Yeah. No airtime for that person right there. Wait, what am I coming here? Uh, let's see. Uh, we got more music. We have uh, Walmanus again. Walmanus? With synthetic orchestra. Ow.
know, but what just happened right there, was that a... Was my imagination, or was that balance? I don't... We just killed that person. Now it's sitting in a seat. Well, yeah, clean it up. I'm not cleaning that up. I do. Kind of look and sound like him. I guess I could take his job. How much does he make here? I guess I could use peanuts. Alright, let's do it. How do you work this thing over here? song i liked it i enjoyed it all right let's uh, let's watch another video let's just go all in no why not i think there's one left Are there any more videos can you load it up what is this what is this trying to sell me over here what is what this is Thank you very much. Thank you. The Master of Money Seminar with Stuart Wilde? What is this? Well, hello and welcome. Um, today we'll be doing our, our Mastery of Money Seminar. And what we'll be doing is basically looking at esoteric concepts to allow you to get the money that you want in life. Not necessarily to become millionaires or to become very, very wealthy, Lovers. but to have enough money to go through the physical plane, to buy those Four, experiences that you need eight. for yourself and for your loved ones, and to feel a sense of it all just coming to you naturally as an outpouring of the love and the creativity that you put out, rather than this whole concept of like working hard and struggling and forcing the whole thing to Whoa. come about for you. Is this like Basically a, speaking, is this the like way that I handle esoteric money video? is I teach people to raise their energy. Is this legal? I teach you to become more life force, more power. And then when you do that, people will oh. be pulled to you. People will show up. They're going to crawl over the walls and under the doors and they're going to lower themselves like in through the ceiling. And they'll... Talking about Red Rover? Is there like a... Is this the color revolution? Red Rover? The backgrounds are red? Of the artwork? What is going on here? Who's sending these messages? All right, we should probably not watch the rest of that video there. Well, uh, let, let's. We supposed. We are we gonna end the show? It's only one twenty-four. Kind of late. Oh. We have more voicemail. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I love that man. What a beautiful botanist. R.I.P. Or don't. <laughs> Was that a call from the future? That came from 4.03 a.m. Wait, it's only 1.24. I'm confused. How did, when did they update Google Voice with future calls? 
All right, let's let's watch one more video to and and then get get on out of here. Or should we watch it after the song? Yeah, let's just get on out of here. Let's, let's go to sleep, everybody. Let's recharge our energy crystals. Uh, if you have to take uh, any of your clones' seats, just do it proudly. Stand and become a better version of uh, anybody that might fall along the way. It is the circle of uh, of of uh, of light. We got another voicemail. What is this? Nick. Oh, no. I have another tale from the mysterious mighty Mississippi River. That is all. All right. Well, you have to tell I'll that to me. That. Maybe next week. All right. I'm going to turn off the uh, phone line. Uh, we'll be back soon. A lot of stuff going on. Barely. Barely a lot of stuff going on. We'll be back next week. More Nick the Rat Radio. Thank you for everybody that uh, around. And hope you get you get some good luck wherever you need it. Make your own luck, you know. Uh, maybe trust everybody that's walking around out there. Uh, instead of getting mad, get even. I mean, help out even the, and then even it, and then. You know, give to. Uh, Nick, Nick, the right ready. We'll be back. We'll be back next week. Let's. Uh, we're gonna. All right, play. Uh, yeah, play this song. We got a uh, alcoholic with eight D lo-fi. I need you, baby. All right, let's.
separate event and you run from the maternity ward to the crematorium and that's it lady that's it now why does anybody think that way there's no reason to because it isn't even scientific it's just a myth and it's invented by people who wanted to feel a certain way they want to play a certain game See, the game of God got, in, got embarrassing. The, the idea of God as the potter, the architect of the universe, is, is, is good. And it makes you feel that life is, after all, important. There is someone who cares. It has meaning. It has sense. And you are valuable in the eyes of the Father. But after a while, it gets embarrassing. And you realize that everything you do is being watched by God. <laughs> he knows your tiniest, inmost feelings and thoughts. And you say after a while, quit bugging me. <laughs> I don't want you around. So you become an atheist. Just to get rid of it. Then, then you feel terrible after that because you got rid of God. But that means you got rid of yourself. You're just nothing but a machine. And your idea that you're a machine is just a machine, too. So if you're a smart kid, you commit suicide. <laughs> Camus said there is only really one serious philosophical question, which is whether or not to commit suicide. I think there are four or five serious philosophical <laughs> questions. The first one is, who started it? The second is, are we going to make it? The third is, where are we going to put it? The fourth is, who's going to clean up? <laughs> and the fifth, is it serious? <laughs> but, but still, uh, should you or not commit suicide? This is a good question. Why go on? And you only go on if the game is worth the candle. Now, the universe has been going on for an incredible long time. And so, really, a, a satisfactory theory of the universe has to be one that's worth betting on. That's a very, it seems to me, absolutely elementary common sense. If you make a theory of the universe which isn't worth betting on, why bother? Just commit suicide. But if you want to go on playing the game, you've got to have an optimal theory for playing the game. Otherwise, there's no point in it. But the people who coined the fully automatic theory of the universe were playing a very funny game. What they wanted to say was this, all you people who believe in religion are old ladies and wishful thinkers. 
you've got a big daddy up there and you want a comfort and thing, but life is rough. Life is tough. And uh, success goes to the most hard-headed people. That was a very convenient theory when the European-American world was colonizing the natives everywhere else. They said, we are the end product of evolution and uh, we're tough, see. I'm a big, strong guy because I face facts and life is just a bunch of junk and I'm going to impose my will on it and turn it into something else, you see. And I'm real hard. See, that's a way of flattering yourself. And so uh, it has become academically plausible and fashionable that this is the way the world works. In academic circles, no other theory of the world than the fully automatic model is respectable. Because if you're an academic person, you've got to be an intellectually tough person. You've got to be prickly. See, there are basically two kinds of philosophy. One's called prickles, the other's called goo. And uh, prickly people are precise, rigorous, logical. They like everything chopped up and clear. Goo people like it vague. So for example, in physics, prickly people believe that the ultimate constituents of matter are particles. Goo people believe it's waves. And uh, in, in uh, <coughs> philosophy, prickly people are logical positivists and goo people are idealists. And they're always arguing with each other. And what they don't realize is that they, neither one can take his position without the other person. Because you wouldn't know you advocated prickles unless there was somebody else advocating goo. <laughs> you wouldn't know what a prickle was unless you knew what goo was. Because life is not either prickles or goo, it's gooey prickles and prickly goo. And they go together, like back and front, male and female. And that's the answer to philosophy. See, I'm a philosopher, and I'm not going to argue very much, because if you don't argue with me, I don't know what I think. <laughs> so if we argue, I say thank you, because uh, going to the courtesy of your taking a different point of view, I understand what I mean, so I can't get rid of you. But however, you see, this whole idea that the universe is just nothing at all but unintelligent force playing around and not even enjoying it, is a put-down theory of the world. People who had a, an advantage to make a game to play by putting it down and making out that because they put the world down, they were a superior kind of people. So uh, that just won't do. Uh, we've had it. Because if, if you seriously go along with this idea of the world, you are what is technically called alienated. You feel hostile to the world. You feel that the world is a trap. It is a, a mechanism. It's electronic and neurological uh, mechanisms into which you somehow got caught. And you, poor thing, have to put up with being in a body that's falling apart and uh, that gets cancer, that gets... Uh, uh, the great Siberian itch, and uh, it's just terrible. And these mechanics, doctors, are trying to help you out, but they really can't succeed in the end. And you're just going to fall apart, and it's a grim business, and it's too bad. 
So if you think that that's the way things are, you may as well commit suicide right now. <laughs> Unless you say, well, I don't. Because there really, after all, there might be eternal damnation in the back of the thing if I did that. Or uh, then I identify with my children or something, and I think of them going on and without me and uh, nobody to support them. But of course, if I do go on in this frame of mind and continue to support them, I shall merely teach them to be like I am. And they'll go on dragging it out to support their children, and they won't enjoy it. And they'll be afraid to commit suicide, and so will their children. They all learn the same lesson. Forest, they saw when we shoved off. On the fortnight, the bosun was shaking. His chops looked tighter. And then I got that. Goddamn, I can't hear no more. What were it you accused me of? He already told me you had me figured. I'm tired of your damn fool yarns and your Captain Ahab horse. You sound like a goddamn parody. Giving and nagging orders like a like a spinster school mom when all the while giving the station and just making a fool yourself. Well, it's all horseshit. Your leg and your sea life, all of it. And if I hear one more word of horseshit coming out of your foul, rotten tooth, smelly old mouth, you damn you think you're so goddamn high and mighty just because you're a goddamn lighthouse keeper? Well, you ain't a captain of no ship, and you never was. You ain't no general. You ain't no copper. You, you ain't the president, and you ain't my father. And I'm sick of you acting like you is. Sick of you laughing, snoring, and your goddamn farts. Your goddamn... Goddamn... Smell like piss. Smell like jism. Like rotten dick. Like like curdled foreskin. Like hot onions. Fuck the farmyard shit house. I'm, I'm sick of your smell. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. You goddamn drunk. You goddamn no account. Son of a bitch. Bastard liar. That's what you are. You goddamn drunken, horse shitting, short shit liar. A liar! You have a way with words, Tommy. Oh, damn you! You're relieved of your duties. <laughs> no need to tell me, old timer. 